Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Excellent. You look good. Thanks. You don't smell good, though. I bet a lot of our listeners didn't have to go to work today. I bet you. Mm. We did. We did, yeah. The kids didn't have school, but... And they don't have school again tomorrow. I know. They're so lucky. Yep. But we didn't manage to pull a vacation uh, out of a hat for this break. We did not. Oh, well. All right. Um, the Cinder Royals. Oh, this is not a good start. No, and you, you haven't even been drinking <laughs> much. Drinking soda. That's sad. Soda's no good for you, so that's the problem. Cinderella's uh, Castle is going to receive a royal makeover. That's right. This week uh, celebrates the 70th anniversary of the release of Cinderella. And uh, to that end, they're going to enhance the castle uh, with a whole bunch of gold leaf, it looks like. Going to be some new royal blues. Uh, There's going to be some new paint schemes. Um, And work is going to start very soon and hopefully be completed around summertime. I mean, the rendering is nice, I guess. It might be slightly gaudy, but yeah, I guess it's supposed to be. It's There's, a lot it's of a gold. Castle. Yeah, but castles weren't really like that. Castles were very... Well, this is a fairy tale castle. That's this true. isn't an actual castle. That is true. Okay. Um, and then as part of the 70th anniversary of Cinderella, it looks like they've got some new photo ops in the Magic Kingdom to celebrate. They do. There are... Some, actually, there are, um, across the park, they're also over at Disney Springs. Uh, there is the uh, Photo Peps uh, Studio. And they've got a coach, uh, you know, Cinderella's coach set up, as well as some backdrops that are over there um, at uh, Magic Kingdom. If you get a picture next to Sleepy Hollow, they have a glass slipper on a pillow. Uh, there are some options when you're at Cinderella's Royal Table to go out and take pictures or have pictures with the evil stepsisters. Uh, and there are, of course, some photo opportunities around uh, the Magic Kingdom Park in Fantasyland where they angle it so that the castle's in the background. But, you know, they're making a big pass for photo pass. Um, yeah. Where are the stepsisters? Did you say that already? Um, the stepsisters uh, looks like they're they're attached to Cinderella's royal table. So I don't know if they are part of the meal now. Oh. But the photos show them outside with little ones. I wonder if you can take your picture with them. Because they're kind of um, sort of a hot ticket to get to take a picture with. They are. That's a big reason why a lot of people will go to 1900 Park Fair. I've also seen them recently. My last trip, they were out back in the backside of the castle. No, all right. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about the castle. And as unsightly as it is for your pictures, some of the moat uh, barriers have already started being placed around the moat. Because as part of the work with Cinderella's castle, they will need to put up some, some scaffolding. And to do that, they will be draining the moat to make it dry. So if you went in the fall or in January when the crane was up to take down the icicles, um, now you're going to have to put up with an empty moat as well as scaffolding around the castle. Or like us, every time we go to a Disney park uh, around Easter time, they cover up the castle. We did Disneyland last year and it was completely covered. And it sounds like it's going to be covered in scaffolding again for our trip. I think this is very personal. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I mean, it'll look nice when it's done, but how come I never seem to be anywhere when it's done, only when it's getting done? I don't know. You should write a letter to someone. I'm going to. An angry letter. Would you like to talk to the manager, Karen? (laughs) Um, Work has been started on the queue area for the Tron light cycle run, so uh, that's good. I mean, things, you know, moving forward. Yeah, progressing along. The the queue actually goes underneath the track part that will be outside, Um, so they've started with some of the concrete work that will be done there. 
And that uh, ride it will be situated over next to Space Mountain in Tomorrowland. Very good. And in news of things that seem like they may never open, the Space 220 restaurant has gotten some exterior paint. Um, so, you know, that's, I would say, moving along, but it's just really not. Everything's so slow. And I check daily to see if the um, if reservations are available for it yet. Really, they should have been long ago. Right. This thing has just it was been fall, It was fall of 2019. It was December of 2019. It was uh, early winter of 2019, and I believe now they're targeting, what, April or May? I think so. But, I mean, I keep checking, and there's no reservations yet for May. Right. So, um, Well, once it is finally up, um, it has a paint scheme that will be similar to Mission Space because much like you enter the Coral Reef restaurant next to the seas with uh, Nemo and friends, you will access Space 220 through the far right side of Mission Space. All right. So you'll sh- sh- they'll share that same pathway. Uh, another restaurant that we thought was going to have already opened that has not is the Regal Eagle. They um, added some umbrellas to the seating area today. So it uh, looks like it's almost ready. I mean, geez, you got a place to sit. You can be in the shade, but you got nothing to eat still. Yes. And they've announced that a couple more construction walls have been removed and replaced with the rolling planters. Well, at least those are much more temporary. So it is coming. Um, the blue... Umbrellas that were added complement the red and white bunting that will be set up around the uh, around the eating area. Um, it does not look like the the blue flag color though, so you know it is it is a red, white, and blue area since it is a very patriotic uh, establishment because of the Sam Eagle. Um, but it is not specifically the the background that we're used to uh, that the Field of Stars is on. All right. Agent P, we talked about um, his adventure had ended, what, yesterday? Yes. And they have now uh, already overnight dismantled that check-in kiosk area. So it is just uh, all the signage and everything has been taken away from that. Yeah, it's amazing. You walk past there and it's really beat up because, you know, the the dirty areas where some of the uh, kiosks and booths were, um, you know, that area needs to be cleaned and, and sandblasted or whatever. But uh Amazing how just overnight there is now no trace of Agent P. It's like when the when somebody disappears and they're in the mafia and they just like they disappear and you're, they're never heard from again. Godspeed, Agent P. At Hollywood Studios, uh, a show called Disney Movie Magic. It's a projection show that uh, was around in the past. It is coming back uh, for select dates in March. Do you know what those dates are? Yes. Uh, no. It just says select nights. This oh, okay. show. This show debuted back in 2017, and it utilizes projection projection technology on the Chinese theater to um, put guests right into the middle of a celebration of Disney films. Uh, so they've just said select nights during March. Don't know if it will be extended longer, but it will be replacing the uh, – I had the name here. It is replacing the Wonderful World of Animation, which will end its performances on March 12th. All right. So I went, did that run every night? We don't know. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. So now we've, we've lost an every night thing and then they're going to put in a some night thing. We're right. That's a bummer. It is select nights. Today they had hours extended, uh, evening hours extended at Hollywood Studios. Uh, this doesn't happen too often, but there's a pretty good explanation for why it did. Yes. Um, the Rise of the Resistance had a heavily delayed opening this morning. So they, reward, I don't know if rewarded guests is well, the right phrase. Well, I mean, phrase. I think you want to be able to get through to at least a certain number, right? Like, it's a pretty bad day if you can't even get through, like, you know, to number 80 right. in your boarding groups. So, yeah, they probably, if, if they 
got started that late that it looked like they were going to get only like, you know, number 45 or something. Right. You, you try to stay open a little later and you can bang out some more of those groups. With the caveat that those with later boarding groups or backup boarding groups are not guaranteed access to Rise of the Resistance. Right. Um, and then the Onward movie is going to be released on March 6th. And ahead of that, there's quite a bit of merchandise that is now available in the parks. Yeah, there's a, a ton of stuff that was visible in the Emporium. Uh, you know, the usual jackets, T-shirts, plush dolls, action figures. Um, I still like the coffee mug. T-shirts, yeah. Coffee mug's the best thing they came out with, I think. The rest of the stuff is kind of blah. It is. Hopefully we can get, get one of those coffee mugs when we're there in April. No, I don't want one. It'll just collect dust and then I'll be sad. I don't like dust. No. You know what I like? What? I like sangria. I know. I think you were drinking some earlier tonight. I wish I was. At Coronado Springs, they are doing something called Sangria University. They are teaching you how to mix different sangrias. And they're some of them are like, a, it's like a personalized sangria. So how to, how to mix a sangria that's, you know, just exactly what you like. Um, they are doing that at the Three Bridges restaurant. It's on select dates. I do don't remember the pricing. $49 a person, I believe. It is 40, $45 a $45 person. $45 a person. I think that's a nice thing to do if you have a day that you're not doing the parks. It feels almost like very cruise-like. Those are the types of things that you do on a cruise. They do like mixology classes or, you know, different tastings. Right. And for $45, I think it's just sort of a nice way to break up a day and get to do something a little bit different uh, without, you know, spending $130 or whatever to be in a park for the day. So. Right. And not only do you get to make your own signature personalized sangria um, with the – I did not know there were resident sangria sommeliers at the Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Uh, but you also get to sample the four, uh, four house uh, sangrias that they have. And then you get to make your own. I would like to do that. If I had anyone to go with over Easter – I would do it. I know. Maybe we'll find somebody. I don't want to do it alone. Um, the Under Armour store at Disney Springs is closed right now, and that's due to a shooting that took place at the one of the Orlando outlets uh, at one of the Under Armour stores. So what do you have any more details on that? I do. There was a shooting at the Orlando International Premium Outlet Malls, which are just a couple miles away from Walt Disney World. One of the managers was killed by an employee who had been fired earlier in the day, um, and uh, Under Armour opted to close all eight of their locations across Central Florida uh, out of respect and for their employees' safety because they did not know what was going to happen. Um, but uh, rumor also has it that they have found a body that they believe is the uh, shooter on the uh, from the, the one who murdered the manager. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Yes. At, also at Disney Springs, the Spring Street Tacos food truck is coming to an end. They are closing on February 18th. Yeah, it didn't last long. I believe it opened in September or October of last year. And uh, it's gone. I mean, I, it's I a food truck. They're supposed to be mobile. There's so many offerings at Disney Springs. There's so many different places to eat. And so much of it is good and affordable, which I don't feel like you can say for pretty much anywhere else on Disney property. So, you know, the food truck, it had an awful lot of competition. You want to park a food truck in front of the Magic Kingdom. Right. You're going to see how well that one does. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, they're just competing with too much over there. Now, you want to talk about something that's not cost effective or or cheap. But it sounds so fun. It does. At Disneyland, um, at their downtown Disney, 
at a restaurant called Katal. They're having a dine with the Easter Bunny for two days uh, right at the Easter uh, weekend. That's right. April 11th and 12th from 8 to 1.30. They are hosting a brunch with the Easter Bunny. Uh, Katal is normally a Mediterranean-themed uh, restaurant. But for this event, they will have a family-style brunch that includes chicken and waffles, bacon and eggs, apple cider for the kids, and more importantly, bottomless mimosas for the grown-ups. Woo! Uh, dessert will be a build-your-own-sundae bar. There will be crafts, a picture with the Easter Bunny, and a stuff-your-own-Easter-bunny-plush opportunity. I'd really like to go. So, uh, brunch is $89 for adults and $39 for children, not including tax and gratuity. Uh, but Catal can validate parking for up to five hours in the downtown Disney lot. Well, it's a bargain, then. If you're interested, you can go to the Catal restaurant website. It, the thing is, if you're there for a holiday, and, I, you know, we are in Disney World for a holiday, not Disneyland, for Easter, there's not a lot of options. Like, there's not a lot you can do. No. there's. I haven't seen anything with the Easter Bunny at all in Disney World. Right. Um, the only thing I saw that was, like, maybe sort of reasonable was if you go over to, like, the Swan and Dolphin, there's, um, what's the buffet over there? Do you yes. remember what it's called? I just know Shula's. No, there's a buffet over there that, you know, wasn't, that's not too terribly, horribly expensive. Um, but yeah, there's not a ton of, not a ton of brunch type options for, uh, for Easter. And then moving over to Disneyland Paris, the government has extended a uh, deadline that they had previously set to build uh, the third park. So they moved it out by quite a bit, right? That's right. They moved it out uh, 10 years, actually uh, 10 years to 2036. Okay. So uh, Disney does have two parks there right now, um, and they've got this land that the French government lets them use, and by 2036, Euro Disney must achieve an average of 22 million visitors per year um, in order to build the third park. Right now, they are currently averaging 15 million uh, visitors per year, so they've got a way to go. Uh, the amendment also allows for another extension if they do not meet this threshold, However, if the new park is not built and the deadline is not extended, then the French government has the right to market Disney's unused land. Fair enough. So, so take that, Disney. Yeah. Got to have some agreements in place. That's right. All right. I think that's all we have today. Yeah, it's a very short day, so I hope your commute was short. And until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And we are the Disney Drive Time Podcast.